What's up, mofos? Welcome to Glitch Therapy episode number, what is this, like 98? Are we getting there? I think I think we're pretty close. I want to say it's 98. Uh, it's going to be a hostful episode, guys. Um, of course, everyone's at home and, uh, you know, all quarantined up. Uh, we do have Ben Dupe on the mic. Benzilla, what's good? What's up? We got TJ Nicoletto, one wing nut. Oh hi, I'm back. <laughs> oh hi, as if as, what you you like a, one of those episodes of Family Matters. The guy turns around like, hey, uh, hey, I didn't know you were there. What's oh, up, man? Just oh, how you doing? Camera. I haven't hold, seen you in a while. <laughs> while you hold your stupid like your fucking tool, your hammer, stand Wait, outside. Which which tool is that? See, I knew it as soon as I said it. I was like, that was a mistake. I threw him alley oop. He came down the paint, dunked on me. <laughs> you can't tee up a farm like that, man. God damn. This is why we can't be friends. Anywho, yeah, hostful episode. We figure we might. If we're all we're stuck indoors. Uh, we might as well get this thing popping and throw something up here. Let you guys see what we're up to and what we're doing and what we've been playing. Check in with all of you guys. Maybe do some listener emails at the end here. But uh, yeah, let's just dive right into it, man. What's going on with you guys? What's up? Um, you know, just I. I feel like I wonder if glitch therapy episodes are now like the mayan calendar where when we get to 100 the world ends <laughs> maybe, like, maybe, yeah, just just our world ends maybe i don't know like do you think we should shut the shit down <laughs> is it is it really worth it um i, I kind of want to see the outcome if, if that's something that we can do <laughs> yeah it kind of i feel like uh, like godlike right now i don't know um yeah that's <laughs> no, what's man, up i've been quarantining playing a lot of video games so nice nice that whole thing oh there you are yeah there we go oh okay i popped in there we are um yes yeah, you say you've been playing a lot of games what have you been playing uh lately ben um i finally finished last of us which was awesome uh you know i think what initially threw me off that game was the way the story sort of jumps around in time so much um mm-hmm. it just, and that's why i initially quit but i'm glad i finally stuck with it and finished it because the story was really really good um nice yeah and i've been playing horizon zero dawn uh started mana mana medan is that what it's yeah called? yeah i had to quit because the download was lagging last night so we're gonna play through it today um, nice but that that's really cool so far my wife and i like to play it together it's it's fun to like pass the controller back and forth too mm-hmm yeah. yeah. Are you guys playing it? Uh, what, I want to say it's like what um, group mode or whatever, where you can um, where you can actually do that, or she's controlling her own person, or how's that how's that working out? I haven't had a chance to try the like the the sharing stuff. Um, group mode, I think, is like online multiplayer co op. Uh, okay. The the one where you pass the controller back and forth is movie night and movie night. That's what it was. Okay. Nice. So. Okay. Yeah, man. Sweet. How, how far did you guys say you got in that so far? Not very far. You said you're just downloading it. Um, they just got to the boat and like started diving in the water. Um, and okay. we played through that brief like World War II intro. Um, and then it it gave me the the thing that was like downloading application data, even though it had told me I had downloaded enough to <laughs> play play the game. You know, so yeah, two um, thumbs down to that shit. Yeah, yeah. So our internet has been uh we've been working that that bitch really hard the last five days you know being stuck at home <laughs> well make it earn its earn its pay man earn yeah its man view. we're really loading that thing up with video games and tv shows <laughs> and stuff i uh, i got horizon from buying ps now i got a free trial and then i downloaded the game for free so yeah you just got because you just got into playstation plus what just a couple days ago 
Yeah, but this is actually PS Now. Oh, it's um, on PS. Okay, so talk about PS Now because oh, yeah. I, I haven't touched PS Now. Like back when they first launched it, um, it turned me off because it was like three dollars and you can rent it for like you know a day or a couple of hours and shit. I was like, what? What is what is this weird ass rental service? I I didn't like it. Plus, you're just streaming it and you weren't actually getting to download the games, and so it turned me off to it. Uh, but now I guess they're kind of changing their model more towards like uh, Xbox Game Pass a little bit. Uh, so, I mean, sounds like something cool. Talk about that. Like, so you just you went in there and just popped in and it was just you can just download this thing or what? Yeah. So what it seems like to me is there's a selection of games that you have the option of either streaming or downloading. Um, and some of those games, you can stream it and then download it. And then so while it's downloading, you can actually stream and play it. And then you can mm-hmm. trans you can transfer your save over the downloaded version. And. I wonder if I get to keep the download if I leave PlayStation now. That's only my only thing. But yeah, I mean, it sounds like you just stream games. Mm. You don't have to deal with storage on your device. So if you have fast internet, then you're you're good to go. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, that's the weird thing is because typically with that stuff, if you're not on the service, you can't use it. Um, I know like that's how it is with like uh, Game Pass or with um, uh, was it PlayStation Plus? If you're right. not actually like in it it won't let you like play them but they'll still be on your hard drive for when you do uh but it'll like have an issue but there we go um yeah that's cool though that you got in there because there's so much stuff in there as far as like free the games that they give you for free like even with playstation plus every month you're getting like at least two games so i mean you may as well take advantage of especially during these times where you don't have anywhere you can fucking go yeah (laughs) doing that something it's like let's load it up man i'm getting all these long ass games next you know if i'm quarantined (laughs) even more it's gonna be like red dead redemption yeah right hells yeah uh anything else you've been playing man or any shows you've been getting into or anything or um man i started watching outcast which is based on a robert kirkman comic Mm -hmm. um i don't know if you guys have heard of that at all but it's it's really good so it's the guy yeah. who guy who made The Walking Dead. Um, okay. So, yeah. Nice. That's about it, really. TJ, what's good, man? What are you oh, been, uh, playing? It's me again. <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> what is this? What is this? <laughs> I, oh, I'm man. happy to be back in <laughs> the state of Iowa. Uh, I was on vacation when they started shutting everything down. I was actually down at Disney when mm-hmm. we got the word that they're shutting down U- Disney and Universal. Yeah, as and soon as so, I heard that, I was like, what? TJ's down there. Well, yeah. Trip. Yeah. Um, it was, you know, we made the best of it. It Luckily, nothing really affected us. Um, mm-hmm. We flew out of Kansas City, drove down there, and then headed down, went to uh, Hollywood Studios, got a ride, Rise of the Resistance, and Fly the Millennium Falcon, which was two of the highest points in my life right now yeah you sent some awesome pictures back uh by the way like we were just hanging hanging out in the the group chat here and there where you're on your trip just doing our normal stuff and then every now and again boom uh an an awesome picture like you guys standing in like the the millennium falcon or some stormtroopers are standing in front of you like holding you guys up and stuff it was was pretty cool man yeah how'd your kid like it oh the kids loved it they loved the star wars stuff uh they really, really enjoyed um, Universal or yeah, Universal Studios, the Harry Potter world. Okay. Um, like Diagon Alley, the way that they've made that place is absolutely. I mean, it's literally straight from the movies. It's so funny because we were walking past it, 
and I had watched YouTube videos before, so I knew what to look for. So you're mm-hmm. walking down the Universal or the Main Street in Universal, and it just there's no markings on the wall. There's nothing. Yeah. You could walk right past it and have no idea. And I'm like, go this way. And Karen's like, well, what's back there? Just, just wait. And so we go and around this little entrance, wow. and then around the corner, and boom, you're you're right inside Diagon Alley. And she's just her her jaw just dropped. And she's just That's like, so cool. oh, this is so cool. <laughs> just discovered it. That's pretty cool. Uh, um, one of the cooler things we did was we went into, I don't know the name of the wand shop. Ben, do mm-hmm. you know? Um, you just watched him fairly recently. Yeah, I still don't know, though. Okay. Yeah. Well, we went into the wand shop on the first day we were there, and all the kids went and bought bought wands, right? Mm-hmm. And so the magic wands, you can go through, and there's spots throughout the whole uh, the whole area where you go and do a little spell, right? Like mm-hmm. uh, Wingardium Leviosa, and then you can make a, f- uh, a feather float or whatever. Oh, okay? nice. And then they've got a bunch of hidden ones. Like there's a, a cool one where you're looking up at, it looks like an umbrella, like an umbrella light. And then you uh-huh. do the spell and then you'll hear a clap of thunder and then it'll rain from it. Oh, wow. Okay. It, it's really, really cool. It sounds really immersive. Like they went through all the all their their paces to make it like really immersive and and, and capture the the spirit of Harry Potter, man. So it sounds, yeah. like, sounds like something to check out for sure. But so oh. the we had uh, you got fast pass, not fast pass, but early entry on on the two days we were there. So on the second day we went straight over to Universal Studios mm-hmm. and went into Diagon Alley, and so they have a special thing in the wand shop where it's an experience. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you go upstairs in the wand shop and then you meet a wizard up there. Um, and they go through and pick somebody from the audience. So there was like, I don't know, 10 or 12 of us in this room and they have us come over or had this one girl come over and it's a little show. Mm -hmm. So he goes through the process of actually, you know, picking out a wand and having a wand talk to him and talk to the little girl <laughs> to figure out what the right wand was. And kinda, he would like, like the sorting hat kind of thing. Well, kind of. Yeah. It's kind of like what happens with, uh, with Harry in, in the first movie. Mm-hmm. So he goes and picks out this one wand and gives it to her and has her point up at something and cast a spell. And it, it goes, you know, it goes wrong. Like she casts a spell at these plants and then, then the plants die. Oh, <laughs> and wow. so he goes and, <laughs> And does it back to it and come, brings it back to life. But then, like, it has music and everything in there. It's so cool. Um, yeah, it sounds like sh- it. Finally, uh, one just kind of pops out of the wall. Like, it just, the huh. box itself pushes out. And he's like, really? And he goes over and, and grabs this wand and starts listening to it. And then he puts the wand in her hand. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, like a light, I don't even know how they did it. Like a light, a bright white light kind of shined up from her. And then wind starts blowing and like, oh, this is the wand for you. That's and like, awesome. nice. It was so cool. Like the wand chose, chose them, chose yeah. her or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Super, super cool. Huh. Uh, if you, when all this stuff blows over, if you guys get a chance, I would highly, highly recommend going to Universal Studios. Yeah, we're thinking about doing like a family trip here since Taylor's going to be starting college in the fall. We're trying to think about, we were thinking about doing something at some point here, but yeah. with all this going on, who knows if any of that shit's going to happen at any point going forward here throughout, throughout the summer and stuff. Who knows how long this shit's going to last? So yeah, we shall see. But yeah, it's definitely after you came back and was talking about that and showing all these pictures and stuff, it definitely got me interested in wanting to hit that up. Um, cool. There's a lot of hype ar- around this 
roller coaster that they just built. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Hagrid's amazing creature ride or something like that. It's it's, a, mm-hmm. it's supposed to be like on this a motorcycle. And it's it uh, it's a roller coaster, and I don't do roller coasters. I can't do big drops, big drops. <laughs> I black out. Will <laughs> <laughs> you straight, straight up? up. Oh, oh yeah, I gotta go on a roller coaster with you. I got to see this shit firsthand. Oh no, man! I, I, <laughs> back back in the day, probably twenty years ago, we all went down to Kansas City to Worlds of Fun. Mm-hmm. And they've got this one called the Mamba. And at the time, it was the number two oh, roller yeah. coaster in the world. Okay. And so it has just this gargantuan j- drop. We went down this thing. My eyes turned off. I couldn't see anything. <laughs> I couldn't see anything through half the ride. I called it a brownout. And that may have been because I crapped my pants a little bit. But uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, we, we've all been there. <laughs> but so. <laughs> no. This, this. Well, yeah. This roller coaster. Um, so it's a family roller coaster. So they get lined up a bunch of uh, motorcycles, right? Mm-hmm. And the whole thing is like your your muggles that are in town to go check out some of the, the amazing creatures and stuff that are at, at the castle. And so you go, it's a sidecar and a motorcycle and you sit in them, right? Side by side. There's like six rows. And when this thing takes off, uh, there's no big drop, but it, it, it shoots you out. I mean, you're doing like 30, 35 miles an hour just at this one spot, the very beginning of it. You're just off to the races you go. And it's just nothing but twists and turns and whatnot. No loops or anything. Uh, But there's a spot where you're really trucking um, and it comes up and you run out of power. So it like goes, goes like kind of up of uh, an incline and then just Mm -hmm. stalls out. And then you do part of it backwards. Huh. And then you get into this cave where there's all these vines and stuff. And it's like, oh, hold on. Let me cast this spell. And he casts it. And all of a sudden, the whole roller coaster just drops a floor. Oh, like it just drops like it, like the floor fell out or something? Yeah. Huh. And you're, it drops to another track. And then it's like, well, we better get you out of here. And they hit the, they call it the dragon fire that they put into it, which is basically a turbo. Uh huh. And next thing you know, you're doing. 55 miles an hour. I mean, you were just screaming and all you're doing is the entire time, hands up screaming, just going, this is so amazing. <laughs> yeah. And that, we were on the Sounds back like of it. it. <laughs> and Karen and Ryder were behind me. Uh, they were in the, the next train behind us. They, mm. they got to be front and center. It's like they were in the front row and they said it was just an absolute amazing thing. I mean, we waited in line for two hours to ride this thing. Oh, man. Wow. It's yeah other than that uh so after that um you know the star wars stuff Mm -hmm. rise of the resistance if you haven't seen anything don't spoil it by watching videos on the internet you gotta Mm -hmm. you just gotta go experience it it's like you're in the middle of of a movie i mean it was absolutely amazing it was like i was like literally shaking going through this thing because you go into it you go into it and you're literally on a star destroyer and you're just looking around going this is like movie accurate crap here. Holy crap, you know. <laughs> uh, so we, you know, we trucked it home, drove home. Um, oh, you guys didn't fly back? Yeah, no, you canceled did. our flight. Gotcha, gotcha. Drove home by, on our own, 24 hours in a van with, you know, <laughs> six with people. Family, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, to be, uh, it's to be expected for things to be a little little like little dicey there at some points everybody's getting restless and wanting to get out and stretch their legs and just like are we there yet yeah uh 
And then you can't so, um, to be like shut into a slightly larger space. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. I, I'm fortunate enough to work for a company that allows me to work from home. I do have to go in the office. Um, you know, I went in on Friday just to make sure people were, were staying at home and whatnot. And um, just being really thankful right now. You know, mm-hmm. this is a weird times we're in. That's yeah. unprecedented. Very. Yeah, man. Uh, with everything being canceled and stuff, it's, it's it's pretty crazy that, you know, luckily you guys got your trip squeezed in right at the end there. You know what I mean? Because if you had had you planned your trip a week after, a week later, or even just a few days later than what you did, I mean, you had would have had your trip cut short, which, I mean, in the grand scheme of things would have sucked. But otherwise, your safety obviously is number one. Yeah. Um, well, well, we're we're completely quarantining ourselves. We, we won't even let our kids go play with anybody right now just because of the amount right. of people that we came into contact with in the airports. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, who knows? I mean, we how, haven't had any busy, symptoms or anything. How busy was the park? Like, was the park pretty, pretty busy? I mean, I've never been to, to Universal and all that stuff. So I don't know how busy it normally is. I can only guess. I've seen, I've seen videos and stuff like that. Like, the shit gets crazy. So I'd, I'd assume no less than that. Um. Disney World was pretty busy. Universal mm-hmm. w- wasn't wasn't nearly as busy. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, really? Yeah, uh, oddly, um, I don't know. I we came into contact with a lot of people, so yeah. Well, if you're carrying the T virus, just keep that shit to yourself. And then when you, <laughs> when you mutate, Ben and I will get together and we'll take you out. We'll we'll put you down. I, I promise. We'll we'll be gentle. And yeah, we'll be gentle. you know. <laughs> just tell me to look at the flowers. Yeah. and everything will be all right. Look to the left, up to the corner there, and you're dead. Couldn't we yeah. like? Couldn't we like pull a Michon on him though, and like have a pet that would like attack things for us? I mean, I'm could, down. Do you want to look at this mug for like the, the, for like the next ten years, just dragging around? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 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 what what I was thankful for is once I got back, I finally got to play Doom. Uh yes. Yeah. So let's talk talk about that because I haven't had I haven't got a chance to play it yet. I was gonna buy it digitally, but I already had it. Like I saw the gameplay already sent it, so I was like, okay, I'll, I'll either get it Saturday, but more than likely I'll get it Monday because of the delay with everything going on right now. It's, it's, I probably won't get it till Monday or Tuesday. But so, what are your first your initial impressions of it? You you like it? I mean, it it looks way faster and just more intense than the first than doom uh, 2016 was uh what do you think of it so there's a rhythm there's a rhythm to this game (laughs) like you have i started to play it um i played it you know all day yesterday or on friday Mm -hmm. and then played it um i played it yesterday and i'd stop for a little while and it after you you take a break you you have to like retrain yourself every time you start playing it yeah. Like, oh, I got to move. I got to move all the time. If I am not moving, I'm dead. Yeah, that's what they say. I mean, that's how 2016 Doom was, too. But I, from what I've been hearing, for the videos I've seen, no. uh, podcasts <laughs> I've been talking to, it's a lot faster than that, even. Like, you get like you you do these types of kills to get back your health. You need to get armor. You get you do this type of thing. And it's kind of like a you do this, do this, revenge, repeat. You kind of get, a like you said, a rhythm going from what it sounds like to, to, to the fights. So there's a... Uh, it seems like they limit the amount of ammo that you get per weapon. Okay. Um, which was, a, that was a thing in doom 2016, but not to this extent. Like, I just feel like the, the amount of bullets you have per gun is way different. So mm-hmm. you, you really do have to go through, um, say you're running around and you see an arachnid demon. So you got to be sure to kill or shoot off his tail. Right. Because if not, he's mm-hmm. going to just waylay you. So you have your heavy gun with the sniper rifle on it, 
blow that up and but you have to continue to run around the entire time i kind of do like a figure eight pattern it seems like it seems to work the best mm -hmm. but as you go through and you 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 know you deplete all your ammo you're left with just a chainsaw so that chainsaw when you come up to somebody and hit them with it it will go through and make them drop ammo uh some health and mm -hmm. maybe a few ammo shards or uh, armor shards okay so you have to know when to actually put that into place. If not, you're going to just, you're going to run dry and, and die. I mean, I don't know how many times I've died in this game. Sure. What, what, what um, level of difficulty are you playing it on? Are you playing I'm, it on hurt I'm me? It on, uh, I think it's the way what they consider normal, which is just hurt me more. Hurt me enough or something like that or whatever it is. Yeah. yeah. I, I think that's the one I played on the first one too. Cause I think their difficulty settings are the same as the, 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 the previous game. But. It's, it's the traditional, you know, like it's software one. So yeah. Um, but man, it is, it's intense. Like you will die a lot. And I, I, mm -hmm. I knew that, but. <laughs> well, from what I've been hearing though, it's like, you don't feel like the deaths are cheap. Like in some games, no. when, you, when you play a game that's difficult, you may feel like you had a cheap death. Like I shouldn't have died right there. I had everything I needed, but in a game like this, where you're encouraged to kind of like, keep it moving, do your thing. You know, when you, you know, when you die that like, okay, that was my bad. I, I stopped for a minute or I was trying to get this thing. And I was too focused on that rather than what was going on in front of me. At least that's how I felt when I played Dune 2016. Yeah. Um, so like, I can just imagine how much ratcheted up this is going to be. Well, and, and you've got all these other things you can use now too. You've got this, shoulder mounted flamethrower that when you use it, it forces the the enemy. It's almost like a debuff, so they die easier, uh -huh. but, but they'll start shooting out armor shards for you to collect. Okay. And then on, on the other shoulder, you got a grenade launcher um, that just it'll pop things out. And well, like speaking of the grenades, like mm -hmm. certain enemies, um, every enemy has a weakness of some sort. So like the giant floaty like meatball looking thing, Okay. It, it'll open its mouth to try to bite you, but if you shoot a grenade in its mouth, it'll chew on it and it'll immediately put it in a state where you can do a glory kill and then get some health back from it. Gotcha. So huh. you just, you gotta, you learn as you go. There's so much stuff just in like story wise. And like, I wasn't prepared for that. Like Doom 2016 had a, it had a, you know, a fairly good story. It was, it kind let's of, be honest, it was a lackluster story. It was very light in the well, story department, which, which is why, but you weren't coming there for the story. You're coming there for that, for that, you know, for the kills and the, the demons and shit. You know what I mean? The combat is such the, the main course that the story, you know, was like, eh. So it's cool that they, they actually put a story in this one is from what I'm oh, so It's got like cut scenes and everything. Oh, nice. Yeah, okay, good. I feel like the, without a good, like, I, I feel like I played that last one and I got pretty bored with it just because the combat gets a little repetitive. So I, I yeah. this newest one, it's like, I'm, I'm actually interested to play it now because there's story. It sounds like it's a bit of a different beast. Well, it, it's not just story. Um, the the way that they have changed the game fundamentally like they put platforming in this yeah which not, and not garbage platforming like like really good stuff like you you get a double jump and then eventually you get an air dash or a dash so i mean so my question it, about that is that okay so about with, with that sorry i didn't mean to cut you off um no uh so this is what i what i've been hearing from people that are, play, that are playing this haven't had a chance to touch it yet so you're playing you're in first person view obviously right yeah. And so when you're doing that platform, I hear it gets pretty tough later in the game where like you got to get on this platform and then so you got to double jump over this other one. But you got as soon as you get there, you got to turn around and look over here. But you're in first person view. So you got to be aware of where your feet are because you will fall right off the edge and stuff. Have you experienced any of that shit yet or, or no? 
a lot of what I've ran into so far is um, going from the main level or uh, a main path, double jumping, and they have like little power ups or whatever that are like just floating in the air that recharges your air dash. So you'll jump, double ju- dash, hit the power up, and have to go even further to get to a platform that's way out in the distance and then climb up and then do it again another direction. Um, I haven't hit anything super, super crazy, but they've got like, you know, like in Spider-Man where you, you're going through the air and then there's like the, the light poles or whatever, you know, and how he can go and grab it and flip it on it and then continue okay. to go. There's okay. a lot, there's like that type of stuff in it. I mean, it, the traversal is top notch. Yeah. That's it reminds me, man. It reminds me of uh, Metroid Prime, kind of. Okay. Which is really, you know, so if you've ever played Metroid Prime. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, a good, that's a good comparison, you know what I mean? I mean, because Metroid Prime is beloved by most gamers. I would, I feel like that I've touched that game, as, you know, back in the day. So if, if, it, if it harkens back to that, I mean, this is that's just more more gravy on this on this damn thing right now. So, yeah. I can't wait to touch it and get it get in there. It's crazy because I mean, stuff's starting to trickle out. I mean, we're only a few weeks a few weeks away from getting what uh, Final Fantasy VII remake. Um, something else was coming. I can't remember what the hell it was now, but something else is on the horizon as well. I mean, Resident Resident Evil Three. That's what it was. Yeah, on the th- on the third. Um, yeah, man. So that that's awesome. You you you're probably gonna having that done before Final Fantasy comes. Is that gonna be your goal then? We'll see. We'll see how frustrated I get. <laughs> I'm waiting for the, the inevitable conversation. I'm like, dude, you finished that? Like, man, I stopped already. It was only halfway. Like, hey, I, I, I'm <laughs> I'm not one to to shy away. But yeah, if it, if it, if it frustrates me too much, I'll drop it and walk away for a little while. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not that proud. Yeah, I got you. Uh, we'll definitely have to check back in with you. And then I'll, I'll definitely want to have some conversations with you once I get it in my hands here. Hopefully tomorrow, uh, more likely probably Tuesday, I'll probably have it. So I'll jam on that throughout the week leading up to um, Resident Evil. Um, did you get a chance to touch that Resident Evil 3 demo um, uh, by chance? Not yet. Not yet? No? Okay. No, uh, I got it downloaded, but I haven't had a chance to play it. Let me know what you think of it when you play it, because Nemesis is an asshole. That's all I'm going to say. I don't remember him being that big of an asshole, but maybe my rose-tinted glasses from the past and all that shit is maybe blocking my how it really went down, because I don't really, I don't feel like he was as bad as he was in this demo as far as, like, he is fast and he whacks at you and stuff. And I remember him swiping at you and stuff, but I thought I remember you can get away fairly easily, but I don't know. He's a pain in my ass and I, I couldn't beat him at, at one point. So I was like, fuck this demo for now. But yeah. you, so for Resident Evil three, I know I played the Resident Evil two remake that just came out mm-hmm. really recently and I, I couldn't get into it. It was too difficult for me. And I do you think um, and I also didn't play these games growing up, which I think you guys did right mm-hmm. yeah so do you think re3 is going to be the same type of thing where it's just like uh the yeah. cost of entry is pretty high um it, it from what i when i picked it up playing the demo it felt just like re2 pretty much but just gonna be a somewhat different setting but it's gonna it's supposed to be set in the same locations but somewhere else for the most part so like while this is happening here some of this is happening over this way and stuff mm. but the controls are pretty much exactly the same. You got those zombies that are kind of swaying. You only have so much, so many bullets and you're missing the headshots. You're like, fuck, every time you miss, you're like getting more like the tensions ratcheting up because they're getting closer. You only have 10 bullets and there's four of them and 
that same you know recipe is is here on display. So if you didn't like that RE2, if you didn't like RE2 remake, you're not. I don't know if you like this one because it's pretty much more the same. Yeah, I just I don't know. Was, I got stuck in like one of the first areas, and I'm not one. Mm-hmm. I don't like to play games where I have to look up the answers because then it's like, what's the point, you know? Right. Yeah, RE2 is definitely one of those ones too, where it's like, I don't want to say it's a Metroidvania, but it has little slices of that in there. When you have to like go over here and find this key, you find these doors, you can't get into them, but they have an etching on them that shows like a club, a club uh, from like you know cards, uh, the club symbol from the cards, and you'll see that like, okay, I need to find a key for that. I can't use that yet. And then you come, you'll be doing your exploring, you run across it somewhere else later in the game, and you're like, oh shit, I can go back to that door now. Run all the way back over that door and do all that stuff. So it's a lot of that going on. Um, early in that game as far as backtracking and stuff but yeah those games have a special place in my heart so i I, maybe i have you know some bias when it comes to those so yeah i feel like those remakes are kind of built for people who played them growing up yeah but it's also you know if if people can get into them you know um it's also a jumping off point that where somebody could like you know easily like oh i never played these back in the day but these been remade you know remade now so i can try them out with updated controls and shit you know so that's kind of nice but yeah, that sucks you couldn't get into it, but I mean, there's so much shit to play right now, so if you bounce off of something, it's not the end of the world. Um, yeah, there I'm is kind of, a lot to play. That? Yeah, there is a lot yeah. to play. Um, is I feel like the gaming industry is like booming right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, they're probably getting getting some spikes in uh, in love, considering people are stuck indoors. I mean, it's like that that meme I sent to you guys with the Hulk, and he had the headphones on, like yeah. he's gaming. He's like, it's like I was made for this because everybody else <laughs> is like, it's like everybody else during during the uh, during the quarantine is like, oh, I'm so bored. What am I, what am I supposed to do? And gamers are like, dude, we've been waiting for this shit. So I was. Uh, this is sort of related to that, but I, I um. Did you guys know the gaming industry is worth more than all of sports, all of music, and all of movies and all of television combined? So all of those, all four of those industries combined, gaming is worth more than that. It's it's That's insane. Crazy. It's like it's like the largest industry that exists right now. It's yeah. The sad thing is back in the day, though, like not even not even back in the day, like just like I would say maybe 10, 12 years ago that some people still didn't take it seriously. You know, some parts of the industries and didn't take this medium seriously. A lot of people still don't now. You know, they think it's just all oh, those games are this what those, you know, those gamers do indoors. And they should be outside. You know, it's like, yeah, OK, it's a viable hobby. Like, relax. Yeah, I just thought it was crazy. Like the net worth of all of gaming is worth more than I figured it would be like about the same as sports. But sports is like mm-hmm. uh, maybe a 15th of it. <laughs> it's it's not right. Yeah, shit's crazy. Um, yeah, that's a, that's a good fun fact. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, TJ, do you have anything else, man? Uh, before before I drop my 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 load of information, here. <laughs> all this stuff I've been touching, man. <laughs> you you. Uh, <laughs> um, no, we watched Onward last night. Oh, nice. Okay, we, I was. You know, Disney, Disney dropped that early on on um on all the streaming things that you can, like on Voodoo and whatnot. Yeah, fantastic movie. I okay. really enjoyed it. Yeah, they dropped that. It was that um the hunt um invisible man and uh what was the other one yeah but like something so, else emma or something like that dropped it, like four or five movies they put out there early but, but like the way disney's doing it you, you just buy the movie okay okay so you, it, okay it's 20 bucks you buy it you own it with those other movies like the invisible man and whatnot yeah you drop 20 bucks you got it for 48 hours yeah yeah 
I'm like, uh, no. <laughs> yeah. I think we're going to, I think we're going to watch that tonight. I want to watch it really bad. Yeah. Um, so especially since you can't go to the theater, like you have no choice either wait, you know, a few more months or weeks or whatever, and see if it drops at some point in time. Cause I, I'm wondering if they're going to drop stuff early because of the, because of this as well, or they're just trying to help everybody out that are stuck in the house or what? Um, either way, it's kind of cool though. Well, Very a lot of it is, you know, it's, it's their little way of trying to help everybody cope with what's going on right now. You know, yeah. I mean, it's a little thing. It's, well, you know, cool. it's, it's our entertainment. It's going to yeah. keep us busy. It's yeah. I, um, it, it has little to do. I think it's actually about the fact that they, they have to make their fucking money back on these movies. And the only way that they know how is to do digital <laughs> sales, you know, cause like, yeah, that, I, yeah, yeah, you're not wrong. I mean, that's how they make their fucking money back is through box office sales. So, right. I mean, you're not, you're not wrong. I mean, I, I'm sure the, 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 I'm sure there's a little bit of both, but more of what you're saying, Ben, to it, I can guarantee it that they want their money back for sure. So I don't know. Um, yeah, that's crazy. And that's cool. You watched that movie. We ended up watching spies in disguise last night. Um, I know Ben, you recommended that, uh, last time we podcasted and I had another buddy, I think recommended it to us. And I was like, well, I love Will Smith. You can't go wrong with this. So we watched that. It was actually really good. Um, I don't think yeah. I recommended. I, I it was somebody in the podcast said something about it. I feel like, or maybe it was somebody else. I don't know. Somebody recommended it, but either way, it was good. That's yeah. the one where Will Smith is a pigeon, right? Yeah, and and you might look at the premise and go, <laughs> "Oh, that kind of looks kind of stupid." It was basically Will Smith being Will Smith, but as a secret agent and a pigeon. Um, and I don't know. I, I enjoyed it once again. Maybe I'm biased because I love Will Smith, but I don't know. It was good. It was a good movie. We all laughed and had, uh, and also Tom Holland. He's the kid who's like the the, the genius scientist kid who's like really weird and quirky. That he's like kind of sidekicking with. Uh, so he's in there too. Uh, DJ Khaled, he plays like he plays one of the uh, one of like not a henchman, but um, one of the um, like FBI kind of like agents that's like trying to track down Will Smith's character because they think he did something bad. And so they're trying to like it's the whole thing of like the bad guys impersonating the good guy kind of thing and doing bad shit. And he got to like prove his innocence and stuff, whatever. But DJ Khaled's character is funny. He just had these little one liners that had us laughing pretty good. So, um, yeah, that was a good movie. Watched that last night. I haven't touched Doom, Doom Eternal yet, as I said. Hopefully we can watch some Invisible Man or something tonight. We're going to probably pop something on. I've been watching a lot of old NBA games because uh, I have YouTube TV and the NBA TV is included in that. And since the NBA is locked down right now, like they postponed their season, probably going to end up canceling altogether more than likely. But this is my favorite time to watch NBA basketball because the playoffs are about to start. And I love NBA playoffs. And so I've been getting my fix by just playing a lot of NBA 2K20 and watching old games that they're posting on TV, that they're putting on YouTube TV. So uh, it's kind of it sucks, but I get it, you know. But this is the time of year I live for. And it's like, man, I can't even watch my games or the teams that I like. and I just got Steph Curry back for fantasy and I can't watch him play or anything. So, yep, this is what it is. Our new, our new reality, man. We just gotta, we gotta roll with it. Um, yeah, it's rough. Yeah. I know. Right. We have it so bad with our, well, our games, electronics and all of our shit we have that we can play with. And <laughs> I know <laughs> first world problems. Exactly. That's exactly what it is. Um, what hasn't been a problem is me playing a ton of COD Warzone. That that game, that mode, I'm really digging it. There's some some stuff that needs to be tweaked in that thing, but for it for them to drop that thing for free, number one on across the board, um, 
and just 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 drop into this market and just steal a huge chunk of the market away what they're doing right now with like the, the player base you know the game is a lot of fun i found myself playing it like all afternoon the other day uh, my friend michael and i we were playing for a while and a couple other buddies and it's cross play so you got friends on playstation playing with people on pc playing playing with me over on xbox uh, i finally got a w in that thing that was nice it was super intense my heart was pounding um but yeah, that's been my game right now. It's been Warzone. Uh, I think my, I think Abby and, and the kids are probably tired of seeing me play it because usually I'm, I'm jumping from different things, touching stuff. The kids are like, "Oh, what game is this?" They'll come walking through the living room. Uh, they'll walk through the living room now and they just kind of look over at the TV and go, <sighs> and they keep going. <laughs> it's like, I'm sorry? Question mark? I don't know what you want me to do. This shit's fun. Um, so yeah, a lot of that. I don't know if you guys had a chance to play that at all. Have you? um it's next on my list yeah when you do let me know i'll jam with you and show you the ropes get you get you educated on what you need to know yeah, i did stuff i downloaded it to my pc and then i think i'll throw it on the xbox so i can play on there as well yeah do it man i mean like i said it's free um and if you if you if you do have the game proper and all your xp goes towards your overall battle pass and stuff too so that's cool um they're doing a lot of smart stuff in there man like the gulag is probably the biggest thing that i think is really cool it needs to be tweaked a little bit and maybe uh updated and tightened up but that's where so when you're playing the game uh we're let's say we're the team of three running around let's say i go down i get shot you guys like oh shit, he got he got sniped uh then i show up in the gulag which is the prison and it's like the prison from um the rock i want to say where it's the shower scene and so this you get to do a 1v1 and they usually give you like a pistol or a revolver or a shotgun of some sort and you got to kill the other guy if you kill him you get to go back in and get redeployed if you die your game is done unless your team buys you back later on with with money from a buy station what are you fighting with um what am i running with mostly but not, no i mean it's in the shower i mean are you like beating <laughs> each other with bars of soap or what no, no as i was saying you got pistols you got revolvers you got shotguns usually <laughs> and they'll just randomly give you both the same gun uh and i hate that damn revolver whenever i get that revolver i bet my percentage of winning is like probably like five percent or some stupid shit like i can never hit the guy with that thing i hate it i hate it so much uh but it's so much fun and while you're waiting for your turn you can throw rocks down and hit people with rocks and stuff and try to just, like distract them or if your friend is in there and you both die together you will be at the top up there looking down or he's looking down on you one or the other and you can call out where the other guy is if he's hiding in the back or something like hey, hey he's, he's up front right in front of you behind him behind the wall go around there and you can help him out so that's kind of cool too i i have a quick story about that i yeah i did play i played one match of it uh-huh i jumped out of my my plane or the helicopter, whatever the hell it is. Uh, and so I was messing around with parachuting. And so I got down pretty close to the ground. Thought I was going to make the sweet entrance. It was going to be movie style, tuck and mm -hmm. roll. It's going to be awesome. So I, it says, you, you know, you can cut the cord. Mm -hmm. So I, I cut the cord. Oh, I know where this is going. I got way too much momentum. <laughs> I hit the, hit the top of this building and then I just kept going and then fell over the side of the building and died. <laughs> Yeah. If you drop from too far down, you will like take an, like a, you'll go down as if somebody shot you and you're like crawling yeah. around, sliding around. Sure. You will. Break your damn legs. Yep. Uh, that shit's funny because you can cut your cord as many times as you want. You know, you can drop and then pull it again and drop and pull it again. Uh, yeah, that shit's funny. I did that the other day and I was like, we had just dropped down as a group and I was like, oh, I'm down there. Like what? I was like, I fell from too high. <laughs> Could somebody get me up? I lost all my armor and shit. 
Um, yeah, we've had some fun moments, just like those moments where something happens and you just like die and laugh. And, and then somebody comes by and kills us because we're all like laughing or laughing, not paying attention to some funny shit that happened. And that map is huge. It's so big. Um, and it's cool how they incorporated different locations from the uh, multiplayer in there. So you got like Superstore and you got like the TV station. Oh, and, really? Uh, yeah. Like, so they took those and just put them in different places in the map so like you'll run across stuff that you've been to before like oh this is the fire this is the firing range area or the, this is you know whatever um it's a lot of fun i'm having a good time with it um i won't go into details about all the you know ins and outs of the game by now everybody's heard heard about it seen it but i'm just here to say that it's a lot of fun if you have a chance to play it it is free uh what do you have to lose do you do you enjoy it more than blackout yes by far okay because I enjoyed Blackout. Yeah. I feel like some people's gripe when they first started playing Warzone was that Blackout was a little more fast paced, a little more like, I don't want to say arcadey, but it's in that in that vein of like a little less realistic and stuff. So you can f- run faster and you just slide a little farther. Where on this one, they took the realism uh, to the same level as the multiplayer in Warzone. I mean, in uh, Modern Warfare in this game. So it's basically taking that same exact way that that, that plays and just drop it into a giant map is all it is. So cool. Yeah. yeah. So if you want to jam, man, let me know. Um, I've been playing with, with like a lot of a lot of a lot of buddies have been hitting me up to play on that and just kind of jumping from group to group um over the last week and so or so. So uh let me know if you want to play because I am in it to win it. Let's do it. Let's get a dub. Yeah, I just started the download, so there it is. I like it. Like I'm three in three days from now when it finishes, all we can <laughs> we can jam on it. What is it like eighty gigs for just that just that map? Uh yeah, I, sure? I haven't even gotten into the screen. It's it's oh, okay. like okay. ten hours right now or something. Jesus. It's crazy. Yeah. You gotta turn off everything you're streaming through and turn off anything. And that's like ten hours, that. ten hours until it's playable, not ten hours <laughs> until it's finished. <laughs> you ain't playing anytime soon uh that's great um but yeah just a lot of nba 2k 20 as well uh i have a career mode on there so i've been i made a guy that looks like me and taking him through like the paces of being a rookie and all that stuff so that's fun it just takes forever to fucking like climb the ranks of the team that i got sent to uh but i like it a lot it's fun there's little moments in between there where you can ch- kind of choose your own adventure kind of thing where you can choose to be like more of a team player and when you're getting interviewed and stuff or you can be a dickhead and uh kind of like be more of a selfish guy and say like you know yeah we won that game because uh you know I, I i took over and i did what i do and all that stuff but um play some more final fantasy 7 remake demo again because i love final fantasy 7 so i was like fucking i might as well play through this one more again so i did that um of course resident evil 3 dem- uh, remake neo 2 I touched Neo 2 and I played a little bit of that. I'm going to get back into some more of it. I played it for a couple of hours. That game is fucking hard, man. Like, they're not messing around. It's Sekiro hard. You know what I mean? Like, uh, you played the first one. Did you guys play the first Neo by chance? Yes. No. Okay. Every time I look at my friends list, though, Joel is playing it. Neo 2. Yeah, he's he's been going hard on that thing. But um, Neo 2 is no joke. Like, it's a lot of fun. And once you once you get the learning curve down of like, you know, the weapons and uh you know the fighting and everything it, it's it's a lot of fun but i don't think i've hit that curve yet where i've turned the corner where it's starting to be fun to me yet I, I'm, I'm still kind of like getting the buttons and like the controls down and like what i should be doing at all times because there's a lot of stuff to go on, going on um but i think if i spend a little more time with it I, it'll it'll come around so we'll see but playing that 
And lastly, G has been playing a lot of uh, Animal Crossing New Horizon. I got her that uh, a couple of days ago or yesterday or whatever. Um, she's been jamming on that. I might have to test it out for myself and see what's what what all the the hype is about. I'm not a big Animal Crossing guy. I never have been. Um, but uh, why not? She has it, so I might as well play it. I have, I know nothing about Animal Crossing. Oh, we should get in together. I'm come, come to my island. <laughs> TJ, come to my island. I'll show you around. Show you meet. <laughs> let you meet a lot of nice people. Okay, do some Animal Crossing, Molly. It'll be great. It's gonna be great. Uh. <laughs> saw these little round people with big eyes all high <laughs> to drink this um but that's about it man as far as the games uh that i've been playing and what i've been uh, doing because we ain't been doing shit maybe we should take a quick break. invisible that? man was awesome by the way watch that movie okay there it is High praise from Ben. Let's take a quick break and uh, we will uh, roll on. Sounds good. Anywho, um, yeah, I didn't really pull any news or anything like that um, since it's a hostful and a lot of this stuff. And there hasn't been a ton of big stuff happening other than like the PS5 um, dropped their specs on their, uh, it was like what, a GDC like TED Talk basically. That they that they had prepared for GDC, which is the Game Developers Conference. I sat at work. Uh, it was like a Wednesday or Thursday, wasn't it, TJ? It was. Did at you work? Did you pass out while you were listening to it, dude? That guy. I know. I, I love Cerny. He's so smart. He's a super smart guy. Uh, I don't know what else to say. He's awesome, but I I can't listen to that dude talk for too long. It's a whole hour of like. A TED talk, basically, it's just super, you know, mundane, even killed voice. I wanted to fall asleep. To be fair, to prefer, <laughs> it was for it was for I the know, developers. I know that, everybody's complaint. I had to remind people of that, too, because some people were like, why did they even do that? Why? It's like, well, this wasn't meant for us. This was a, for GDC, which is for the, the develop, developers to give them like the specs. So they had know what's coming and what they have. They have an idea what they're going to be dealing with. And instead of just having to be behind behind closed doors for industry people, they let us they, they streamed it and let us all watch it. Now, in doing that, I think that was cool. But at the same time, I think it did them a detriment to some degree because I feel like they could have done they could have spruced it up a little bit before they showed it. You know what I mean? Like they could have changed it up a little bit. I know they maybe they had this planned ahead of time, but if they're going to let the regular like the public watch it. And have millions and millions of viewers watching this thing. Why not like put a little more, you know, spruce it up a bit, make it more interesting? I don't know. It was, my it was like the worst Dana Carvey stand-up routine ever. <laughs> <laughs> and that's 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 bad. There's some really bad ones. So you know, uh, we, we kept saying that. I was like, man, he looks like Dana Carvey. My my buddy John was like saying that. He's like, dude, he looks like Dana Carvey. I was like, now I can't stop seeing Dana Carvey doing an SNL skit impersonating Cerny. Um, but there was good stuff in there. I mean, uh, I felt like everything that, that they said was like, uh, yeah, we have this. It's going to be 20% weaker than the Xbox. This is going to be 20% weaker than the Xbox. But hey, don't don't worry about how much weaker it is. It's going to do this. And it's like, okay, cool. Um, I'm sure they'll do some interesting things with that stuff. But it's kind of weird how everything was like a little below not, and not on par. I don't want to be like a PlayStation apologist, but... <laughs> It will come yeah. like like current gen mm-hmm. or you know what we what we're in now. It's all going to come down to the developers and how well they use this stuff. Exactly. 
Although, like, I'll say with the, the Xbox, this whole expansion card thing that they got going on, or no, the PlayStation, was it the PlayStation that had the expansion card? Uh, I can't remember which one was which. It was the PlayStation had the, no, it was the Xbox. I don't remember. One of them has an I expansion want, card that you plug in the back of it. I want to say it was Xbox. But yeah, you're sure. right. It was. It yeah. was Xbox. Because the other one was just a, you hook up a NVMe drive. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yep, yep, yep. Um, yeah, they had interesting, interest, interesting things, if I can say the damn word, uh, regarding audio. I like how they're taking a stance on audio this time around. I know the conversation is usually dominated by, you know, oh, look how the good, the graphical fidelity and look at this and that. Um, I like the fact that audio is taking a front seat this time around for Sony, at least anyway. I'm sure maybe Microsoft is doing something, but they didn't talk about it. I don't know. But it's cool that they're going to be doing the 3D audio stuff and, and it's going to be baked in naturally rather than like having developers, you know, try to, you know, Jimmy rig that thing later on. So this is going to be pretty cool as far as the audio and 3D sound. Um, I'm excited for that. What do, what do you guys think about that? Yeah, I'm definitely excited for it. I'm more geeked about the actual hard drive that they're talking about. I mean, this whole, you know, everybody's talking about the file, their size. It's what, 800 and... 852 gigs or something like that some weird random size yeah but but it's, it's the speeds of this thing mm-hmm. that's impressive that's how they're going to get these instant game loads you know the, it's running on this this nvme drive that you know is top tier stuff mm-hmm. so you're gonna have seamless you're not gonna have loadings anymore loading screens anymore yeah Play, so playstation's like it's it's not the size that matters guys it's it's, it's yeah. how you use it you know it's, it's like the water. I, hear that, I hear that all the time it's yeah boat in the water wait who's who do you hear that from all the time dj <laughs> yeah can you can you be more specific about who's who's, tell, who's telling you that multiple times are they close are they close to you are they in the same home at right now well, no, I mean, I'm talking to Mondo right now. He whispers it in my ear. <laughs> ah, ah, fuck you. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, that All that stuff is like, it's just so, I even pulled up an article later on that compared the two like side by side, like everything. And, and that's what everybody's going to do. I mean, you can't do that, but everybody's going to want to do that, especially since Sony waited so long to put their, their specs out there. I just kind of wish they would have rolled into this with some information regarding what the console will look like so people like so the average person can get excited about that and then tack on hey by the way for all you that give a shit all you numbers nerds out here uh here's something for you guys too and then we can all geek out over that because i mean i like seeing the numbers just the way they delivered it was like very lackluster and maybe maybe want to go to sleep you know what i mean like i was like i could have got this in an email and just read the specs off of a, a list and been over it you know yeah give me a give me something to look at yeah i feel like generating hype is what you want to do right now and i mean i know they were probably scheduled to show the developers video first but given the circumstances maybe it would have been smarter to show like the console to everyone and then show all the tech stats you know yeah just hold on yeah you're you just this thing and just waited a little bit prep that up and then showing that first like you said like you guys are literally forcing me to read the terms and agreements right now before i get into the fun <laughs> yes uh, and no one wants to read the terms and agreements ever let's be honest everybody loves that Who actually read through that whole thing like <laughs> like i get it I, I have no privacy you're spying on me it's you know let's get to the fun stuff you know you scroll through that shit every time hell yeah i do and you're like okay 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 I got it. 
I just assume I'm signing away my rights to PlayStation every time I read it. Like, you know, we can say anything in those things. They could be like, hey, uh, when you hit level seven, we get to come and take your firstborn child away or some shit. You don't know what the hell you're doing. Like you you might owe them money by this point in time. You don't even know it. Yeah, that shit's crazy. But yeah, that was my main gripe. I just wish they would have just maybe held off a little bit and like prepped something a bit more, I don't know, consumer consumer exciting if you will you know that that will get us you know geeked about seeing that i mean they could have just shown what it looks like and shown you the controller and stuff and not even done the specs at all for us and everybody would have been like yeah playstation here we go you know they're yeah. ready to go but they didn't do any of that so just something something yeah um i know some people i don't really have an allegiance necessarily for either side but i know some people are like this is microsoft's chance look at sony's make taking all these little missteps these little small missteps are going to add up later i'm like I, it's kind of early for that shit guys come on calm down for fanboys yeah i'm uh i'm a place to, i used to be an xbox and then i went to the dark side and now i'm like all for playstation so i i think that'll definitely be my console of choice but i think i'll probably get both now honestly man i mean xbox looks pretty great this year too yeah uh, i definitely got to go after both at some point here but we we'll see we know you will mondo <laughs> <laughs> the wizard I'm already, I'm already standing outside of best buy just kind of like yeah, i got my spot held i got just another six months <laughs> ridiculous <laughs> um yeah did we lose tj i don't know oh, I, no i'm just listening oh, okay yeah you, you froze on my screen i didn't know if you were i lost you we lost you or not or something L- listening to the bs come out of your mouth so. <sighs> i i mean typically like like to ben's note like typically in the past i have been more microsoft than sony but i feel like i, I kind of jump back and forth i i don't know i don't really have an allegiance i'm just a mercenary for hire i'm just gonna i'm gonna play your games when you put them out as long as they're, they're fun and they interest me i'm gonna jump to either side uh i'm for hire i'm out there yeah <laughs> gotta gotta upgrade those mistresses man <laughs> yes i do yes i do yeah trade them in uh, for a younger model you know this one's got a few miles on her it's time to put her out to pasture and get a new one the slimmer version like uh, that's, that's <laughs> real, real chauvinistic of you about really, your, your console buddy really really um, use that one up you know <laughs> we're terrible I'm talking about consoles people relax it's all good <laughs> um yeah, it's it's it sucks though. Uh, you know, with, with the GDC getting canceled, which doesn't really necessarily affect us, but I mean, that's where a lot of stuff happens behind the scenes for developers to make you know make their their, their not deals necessarily, but to make deals with other develop developers and talk talk shop and you know do their thing. Um, where they some people get jobs through that kind of stuff, you know, through networking, and that's a big thing for them. And so to have that not go down is kind of kind of sucks. But then let's take it a step further. Now E three has been canceled. And there's none of that going on. I know E3 has already kind of been on its last legs to some degree with turning it over to like more of a consumer friendly, you know, show uh, with like Sony leaving it, leaving the show last year. And now they weren't coming back this year either. And it's a console year. Um, I mean, those little chips just kind of keep kept stacking up leading up to this. I mean, I, I think Jeff Gersman was saying on on the Giant Bombcast, he was like, this, this was a mercy killing. <laughs> e3 was let off the hook they were gonna like shit the bed and i was like oh god we don't have to even do it okay sweet because we were gonna we had nothing planned for this you know kind of thing um what do you guys think about e3 being canceled i mean do you have feelings about it or did you see it coming or did you you know how do you feel about it i think i oh you go ahead right, tj man. you're probably know more about this well i just 
does it really does it really even matter anymore e3 has been on its deathbed for the last mm -hmm. you know four or five years it just for sure hopefully this is yeah like you just said or like gersman said it, it's a mercy killing we just get it out of the way Mm -hmm. pull the band-aid off yeah yeah see and the thing i was thinking too and you know give me your thoughts on this uh, as i throw it out there and i'm not the first person to think of this or anything but if and i was talking about this who was i talking about that many joel i was talking about this with but the the messed up thing we're going to see is the fallout of this so of course microsoft and some of these other um publishers are going to still do something but they're going to do it online like we're doing right now they're going to show a show or something like that or do a little uh nintendo direct kind of thing yeah and so when they do this, this is gonna, I think it's gonna open up the, their eyes to what they can do rather than thinking about what they normally have been just doing traditional, like we're gonna go to E3, we, we always do, we've always have, that's what we're doing. They're gonna change that because they're gonna see, oh, we did this online, we, we reached the same amount of people, we got the same amount of hype out there, we got our message out and we spent like a fraction of the dollars. We didn't spend millions to set up this whole big giant stage with all these people sitting in the in the audience with lights and all this other shit going on. They just threw it online, recorded it, and 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 it cost nothing. And they're gonna get like all the return back on it. I love well, it. As long they're not gonna want to go back. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm killing you. Oh, mine is mine is completely unrelated, DJ. I was just gonna tell Mondo. I love how your video game exec voice sounds like every NPC in Horizon Zero Dawn. Like. <laughs> Yes. Hi, I am an ethnic ethnic man, and I'm you know it's crazy. They all sound like fifties white guys. Can you help me find my wife? She's in the like, this building over here. I need you to go inside and rescue her. As he just stands there, and the character's face looks like Jay Z. You're like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> like, I couldn't find like a, a black actor to like voice him or something. I feel like, like all the underpaid developers <laughs> just did all the voice acting for that yeah. game. You never know. In some of those games, I feel like it might be like one or one to four people literally doing a whole game's worth of people just changing their voice up. You know. Excuse me. Have you seen any sailors? <laughs> like you couldn't find one black guy in your office. <laughs> you gotta get Jeff from accounting to come downstairs and do that shit. The <laughs> fuck. Um, but <laughs> I forgot what the hell we were talking about. Good job. Good job, Ben. You, you're always good for grabbing the wheel from the back seat and just steering us off the fucking road. I love it. That's what I'm here uh, for. You keep me on my toes. I totally forgot what the fuck I was talking about. Oh, yeah. The uh, E3 and like how it's going to be changed going forward now that these publishers realize they're, they're going to be able to save a ton of money and reach the same amount of people. What do you think? Well, do you think that, you know, a lot of reason they have these, like, they have E3 so people can go and, you know, stand in line and play these games. Mm -hmm. Are, do you think that they're going to start offering more demos and stuff now for people. Yeah. Well, I would hope so. That show floor was already starting to become barren. I mean, I don't know if personally from being there, but just from what the buzz around the industry and listening to podcasts and stuff like all, Jeff Gersman, all these guys are saying that like the floor has been slowly, you know, they used to couldn't go on the floor and do an interview or make a video while walking around the, the floor of E3 because it's so packed and so busy and so loud. They said that in the last like two years, they, they're able to walk around and legit make videos and record and stuff because it's not as many people there. A lot of the industry guys aren't aren't there. The it's more consumer focused now, which kind of sucks because it's like, oh yeah, come over here and play this demo, and you could just play NBA Two K Twenty One with uh, Anthony Davis and his, or or somebody one of his, Anthony Davis's teammate that nobody knows about. And you're like, oh, who gives a fuck about that? Like, <laughs> I want to see some real stuff, but um. They, like you said, and like I was saying earlier, it's it's been on its last legs. 
this, I think this is going to be the the nail in the coffin for them that publishers are going to realize we don't have to spend millions of dollars and reach the same audience and get, you know, dividend back on this without having to put so much into it. And this is just our next step to getting uh, just hooked into the matrix. Like, you know, we're just, we're going to start having public gatherings take place virtually and, you know, oh, next then next thing we know. Hey, I've played the matrix online when it was out. It wasn't a good, it wasn't a good time. So let's let's hope not. See, and now you're watching. now you're going to be able to play the Matrix online with the with the wire hooked into your head, you know, and hooks to his head. <laughs> it's all in there. Yeah, inside you already. You're in the Matrix right now. We're in. Or, or Ready Player One. We're just slowly uh, moving towards a world where no one leaves their home. Yeah. Yes. And idi- idiocracy. Yeah, idiocracy. Ah, oh, good movie. Uh, we were there, like you know, a few years ago. <laughs> Are you sure we're not still there? <laughs> Mofo's stacking toilet paper like it's cocaine, man. Like, what are we doing? Look at they look like Scarface sitting at a table full of toilet paper. What was the president's name in that movie? Uh, man, I Coman- was it Comanche? Uh, Cam- was it? Camacho, I think. Camacho, yeah. Camacho, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we're there, baby. That's that's where. All right, I'm done. Sorry, I'm not trying to get political. <laughs> you're you're good. You're good. Um, it's kind of hard not to when <laughs> it's, it's all around us, twenty four seven. I mean, we can't. I can't literally have a conversation with most people without you know a, a coronavirus comment of some sort coming out of someone's mouth, which is understandable. What we're going through, what's happening right now, people are worried. Yeah. So this stuff like this, games, uh, movies. Uh, Books, anything like that, audiobooks, this is the stuff that's going to get you through, you know, because if you sit and just, you know, toil over that stuff and stress out over it, it's, it's not going away anytime soon. So you're just doing yourself a disservice. Try to have a, at least a little bit of fun and in and, and, and these times and keep each other close. And I think everybody will get through just fine for the most part. Stand up comedy, too, man, right now. If you just need like if you're oh, yeah, yeah. if you're getting sort of run down with news like I did, where I would sort of scroll through my my Apple news feed and, and watch the news too much. And it's like, man, I just want to laugh. Like, just go to Netflix, man. They're a fucking great place for stand up comedy right now. It's it's incredible. Netflix is usually pretty legit with that stuff. And they get so so many, they're getting so many big deals these last couple of years of like exclusives to people's like comedy, comedy specials that are coming out. Um, that's a good call, Ben. That's a really good one. Watch, um, dude, the Patriot Act. That show is fucking, have you watched it, TJ? No, not yet. Oh my God. There's an episode on the dark side of the gaming industry and it's amazing. Like it just, it, that's where I got that statistic about how much gaming is worth. But, um, but it's pretty cool. Like he does an episode on sort of how video game employees, um, there's a lot of fucked up shit that happens, man. Like they have, they're treated really badly. They work really long hours. Like, and then yeah. they, they were talking about the telltale, how like, like when that closed down, um, they brought all their employees into an office at the last minute with no notice. The, the CEO was up there like cracking jokes and shit. And then just out of nowhere was like, you have 30 minutes to leave the building. Your health insurance runs out at the end of this week. You don't have jobs anymore. I mean, yeah. it's crazy like how some of these uh, employees are, are treated, you know, one. So one employee of, um, oh shit, I forget the name of the company, but he was the CFO and he farted in someone's face during a meeting and was given a two month suspension. I want to say it was um, 
old dude from Gearbox, but I'm no, not sure. No, it wasn't Gearbox. It was uh, it was like a term from a video game. I forget. Um, yeah, I'll have to look it up. But yeah, he was he wasn't even fired. He was a CFO and right. But a lot of that stuff's been going on for a while. I know we talked about it on Glitch last year on a handful of episodes about crunch. Yeah, um, crunch. Yeah. And, and you know you want you want these games to come out when you want them to come out and you want you want to get your game when and then you get disappointed when they push it back but it's like keep in mind that somebody has to finish that game and a lot of people are they're in an industry right now where they kind of a lot of a lot of the people in the industry want you know unions and things like that to kind of help them out because these publishers are going to push these other these devs are going to push it was and they riot stuff by a date right okay yeah 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 i think i remember that but yeah, there's there's a there's a price to pay to get some of the stuff that we want. I mean, like just think about like Amazon. I watched a special on that a while back on um, John Oliver uh, late night or last night with John Oliver or whatever, where they ex- kind of expose a little bit of like how Amazon employees are treated like shit. And when you're like wanting that next day overnight for your you know fucking plastic bins you order that you don't fucking need or a video game you order or whatever, somebody has running around a warehouse getting that shit for you and not getting a break, you know, and stuff. So. If you haven't seen that one, check that out. That'll that'll melt your face off, but like make you feel bad for ordering some shit on Amazon going forward. Yeah, he does. He does an episode on Amazon too. I mean, it's like a this guy used to work for the Daily Show as a correspondent, and now he has a show where he just picks a topic and he basically rips apart people with facts. From what John Oliver? No, I'm talking about the Patriot yeah, Act. Oh, um, the Patriot. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. So. Um, okay. But, I might check it out. Yeah, watch that episode on the gaming. I mean, you already know a lot of it, but um. Can you plug that in? Thanks. Um, so yeah, uh, definitely a good watch though. It, it really opened my eyes to, you know, this crunch and seeing how these employees work, man, it sucks. Yeah, it's it's out there, man. And a lot of people don't understand and don't realize how, how fucked up it is. And that is happening while they're just upset because they're not getting what they want or their game isn't coming out till next year. It got pushed back. It's like, Dude, somebody has to sit and not be around their family for a long period of time to get this shit done. So you know, they may have a small group of people working on that thing, not a big, you know, rock star type group. Maybe it's a smaller studio, you know, working on that stuff. And then those guys and ladies are getting they're getting broke off pretty hard, man. So, well, yeah. And then they'll crunch for like two months. And then when the game comes out, they'll get let go, you know sometimes mm-hmm. yeah it's not good for sure so i'm glad that this la- over the last six months or more that this topic has been come to light a lot more because that definitely needs to be brought to the to the to the to the, to the front yeah um but i guess we'll kind of see how it plays out going forward and as more of these companies get called out for their bad practices maybe things will start to change who knows yeah i i definitely hope they unionize because i mean the the amazing entertainment they're creating and how much money their entertainment is worth it's like they should be paid better than anyone you know Right. So we'll see how it goes. But, you know, shareholders, they, you know, ah, my money. Well, They're always pulling some strings in the background like the fucking. <laughs> who was I thinking of? Uh, the Court of Owls. They're like in the background. It's like, you do it. Just fucking end them all. Like, all right, man. It's a real thing. Um, yeah, it is. Um, shit. Uh, what do you think? Should we move on and maybe do a couple of email questions before we get ready to wrap up? Or do you guys want to talk about anything else before we move on? Are you good? No, How are you good. feeling? Yeah. No. Well, let's move on and do some emails. Let's do it. Sounds good. Sorry, before we begin, sorry if I keep like dragging us off topic. 
you're fine, dude. It makes for a good conversation, especially with in a, during a hostful. You know what I mean? Like this is what we're here for. Is veering off the road. Like what's over there? Just, just find out, I guess. <laughs> um, the first email question I have for you guys is uh, from Carlos here in Des Moines, Iowa. He uh, says to us, uh, first off, thank you, Carlos. Yeah, hell's yeah, much appreciated. Uh, in is, is listening to an audiobook the same as reading the physical book? I feel like you cheated and you didn't actually read it if you're listening to an audiobook. Change my mind. Thanks and keep up the good work. So what do you guys think? Like what side on, on this do you fall? I just had this conversation a while back with somebody about that. I'll let you guys go first. TJ, Ben, how do you guys? I, I don't read. Okay. <laughs> All right. That was easy. Ben, what do you <laughs> T- wait? Hold on. I want to know. TJ, is it is it don't or can't? Yeah. yeah it's, a, it's a little bit of both. Okay. Oh, cool. No, like, if uh, anything. What I do is the back of label, uh, the box, boxes, <laughs> cereal box, that is. <laughs> when I do, I'll like Karen reads a lot. My yeah. wife does. And she'll go back and forth between reading the book and then just switching it over to an audiobook. It just depends on what you're doing. Right. See, I don't feel like that, that that is a big deal, but I mean, I, I don't know, Ben, you read a lot of books too. You kind of ebb and flow with that. And how do you feel about it? Well, I, so I've, it's interesting because I've had conversations, you know, I told my mom that I was sitting around playing video games a lot with the quarantine and she, she made the comment that that'll turn your brains to mush. And mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, of course, Cla- <laughs> classic uh, baby boomer attitude towards video games. Mm-hmm. But, but, you know, it's, it's, it's sort of, I explained to her that video games are actually really good for your mind in moderation, you know, not like I've been doing it the last few days, but that's the exception to the rule is I've just had time. But I, I feel like to be a really well-rounded uh, person and to actually get you know get the most out of everything you know you need to play video games you need to read a book i think like because that mm-hmm. that helps sharpen your skills a little bit you know listening to a book is lazier honestly it's like having it's like having someone tell you a bedtime story versus actually using those parts of your brain to to digest information so you know i, I feel like it's, there's nothing wrong with audiobooks, but you should definitely read at some point just to, you know, to sharpen your mind a little bit. Yeah. Um, I, I take advantage of audiobooks a lot lately. Um, probably, probably for the last two years, I've been reading a lot of audiobooks, reading, um, but listening to them at work because I, I can sit at my desk and just put headphones on and just zone out all day long, like my entire day and just, just work. And so I don't have to really do anything else. If I don't want to, I'm just doing my job. And so I can bang through a book in like a couple of days or a week or so. I don't want to listen to it every single day, but I kind of like, I'll listen to a book for a while and change it up. And then I'll do, of course I'm doing podcasts every day. Um, and a little bit of music mixed in there once in a while, but I feel like re- if you listen to the audio, but I feel like if, if, when you're reading a book, whether you listen to it or you read it with your eyes and interpret it in your mind, you're just taking some information and you're interpreting it for yourself. You know what I mean? And whether you get that through audio or through reading it with your eyes, I feel like it's the same thing. You're getting that information and you're processing that information. I feel like there's no difference really. One, you know what I mean? one thing about me is like I work on the phones all day, so I don't read a lot at work. But TJ, you work with code all day and and mondo you read all day for work so it's probably a little bit more of a pain in the ass to like pick up a book and read where me i like i don't read much at work so actually being able to read something is nice yeah i'd agree with that i mean especially with with an audiobook i feel like the convenience of it like if i'm gonna sit down and read a book like i just got uh, a new uh 
Kobe Bryant book, The Mamba Mentality, that I'm going to crack open here probably in, you know, sometime today at some point. And that's an actual like coffee table book. You know what I mean? Um, the thing about sitting down and reading a book in your lap and just taking it, it's like you have to set set aside time for that. You can't do anything else while you're doing that. You know what I mean? Like you can't be watching TV kind of doing it. You can't really be doing something else while you're doing it. You're you're locked into reading that book. Where with an audio book, I can put it on my headphones on and go in the kitchen and wash dishes and like I can clean up around the house or something like that or do laundry while I'm listening to a book. You know, I can do the book and do something else. So that's the part about it that I love that I don't have to just sit down in, in a quiet area and do this. I can do something else while I'm doing it or ride in the car or whatever, you know? And the, the convenience of that is great, but also the exercise of focusing on one thing and wiping all things, like turning the cell phone off, having the yeah. family away and just focusing on what's in front of you is, I think that's a good mental exercise because it's applicable in all of our lives, you know? So I don't, good point. yeah, but I, I also like audiobooks. I do listen to audiobooks too. So I'm not saying like audiobooks are bad. I'm just saying it is, mm-hmm. it's good to pick up a book every now and then so do you think we changed carlos's mind oh I think we uh we, or did we or did we give him like the the roundabout uh blanket answer of like it's both sides are really good carlos what's what the fuck you do man yeah i think they're just different you know you can't say i read an audio but you know it's it's you're it's different but you know. I, but I, Mon, mondo can he he did it earlier i feel weird i feel weird about when i say it to people they're like oh man did you read did you read such and such i was like yeah i read it and then they go, and then I'm, and I feel the need to be like, I got to like give a disclaimer. Like, I mean, I, I listened to an audio book, you know? I mean, but you consume the same information. See, that's what I was saying earlier. Some people think that, 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 that you, when you say that, that you're lying because you didn't actually read it. I had a buddy legit give me shit about that. Cause I was like, yeah, they're like, did you read such and such? And I was like, yeah, I, I, I read it. And they're like, did you do your audio, your audible thing? And I was like, yeah, I listened to an audible. They're like, you didn't read it. And I was like, yeah, I did. Like, I know the entire story. I can have a conversation when you read it out about it. So how did I not consume it? Yeah, I don't think that changes like <laughs> how, whether or not you know the story. I just, you know, someone yeah. read it to you, you listen to it. But I mean, you know, that's I, I don't think I yeah. I don't think reading it versus listening. You might know the book better after listening it than I would reading it, I think. I think the one thing that I, that I would lo- that I'm losing with having someone read it to me is that someone's giving me their interpretation of what these characters sound like and things like that, where when you're reading the book yourself, you're putting your own imagination in there. You, how many times have you read a book and then saw the movie? And you're like, that's not what I pictured him looking like. Yeah. That's not what I pictured her sounding like, you know, in your mind, your mind creates all that. So that's half the fun. So when you're listening to an audio book, they're providing you with that stuff. It's like you're showing up and it's already laying in front of you. You're like, oh, okay, I'll just take this and go. Yeah, I, don't know, but I like it's a fun conversation. I like sure. using my imagination. It makes me feel like I'm a kid again a little bit when I actually had to use my imagination. Yeah, there you go. I mean, you use it every day, I guess. Try it after the show. <laughs> Just sit on the couch and imagine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what is the reading rainbow? What are you doing? Yeah, your that's that's what I that's what I was going for. <laughs> TJ's like, I don't know what's going on, but I'm just gonna sit here and with my yep, yep, with my bucket face and shit here and yeah tj's about to chime in like my my audio has been off the last five minutes what's going on i'm trying to bait him into saying something but you're just sitting there like like baby stone cold steve austin over here oh shit (laughs) you're just sitting there like i just want to see him just crush two beers together right now and just drink them (laughs) you got uh give me five minutes i know right um, let's see. We got should we have another one here? Let's see if we got another one. Da, 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 da. We did that one already. Okay, here's one. 
What's your morning routine like? Do you shower and eat breakfast in the morning? Do you even have time? Just wake up? Do you just wake up, get dressed and roll out and head to work? What do you do? (laughs) What do you do? And that's anonymous. I feel like I feel like I'm going to speak for Jose here. He just wakes up and rolls out. Wakes up and rolls out. He throws on his like his his cardigan, his Vans, his skinny jeans, and just takes off. I don't know. I so. Maybe I'm off base there. What do you think? Puts a beanie on and just bails out. I mean, of course, we got to give Jose shit because he's not on. He'll listen to this later. But you know, we're gonna, we're gonna give him shit. Yeah, had to. Yeah. Well, he needs time to get to the coffee shop first before he. That's before, true. He, before yeah, that's before. very he true. Gotta get two lattes before he heads in. He'll come past with his matcha or whatever he's got. And he'll he'll come. <laughs> <laughs> He's he's listening to this right now. He's like, yeah, he's he's not wrong. I'm not mad at him. He's absolutely right. <laughs> I gotta stop at Smoky Row. And do you know how many times he's come to my desk and he has like two coffees in his hand? Like, oh man, you brought me coffee. Oh no, these are both mine. I'm like, what? The, what? Really? <laughs> That's such Why? a dick move. Why? <laughs> he's brought me coffee before. Don't get me wrong, but yeah, most time yeah, he'll have two and he's like, oh, these are both mine. Like, okay, that is ridiculous. <laughs> Yeah, run through a fucking wall around three o'clock. Have you ever heard of extra shots in your drink, man? Just get those. Yeah, yeah. he can't defend himself, so we're gonna give him all the shit. Um, yeah, TJ, you wanna what, what? What's your routine? You just you just roll out. Do you have time for breakfast in the morning? Do you? What's your you know routine like? You know, you I have to shower. I have to shower in the morning, or I don't function. Oh, so you're a morning shower person. See, this could be oh, another yeah. question altogether. Just do you shower at night or in the morning? I'm so hardcore about showering before I go to bed. I don't know. what like, I feel like I'm getting in the bed dirty if I don't. And then in the morning, I know I'm kind of a procrastinator. So it's nice to already be showered. I can just wake up, toss on my clothes, you know, brush my hair and roll out, you know. Well, me and I don't have that problem. Me and, I, can't, me and, I, can't, I don't brush my hair. Me and, I was going to say me and TJ are both like, you know, our hair is just so fucked up if we shower before bed. So yeah, TJ, yeah. Yeah, so oh, look at it. It's just so <laughs> once you comb that shit once in a while, man. Jesus. Um. No, I I have to. If I don't shower, I just yeah. Is that like I don't function? Is that that's my wake up? Okay, okay, that makes sense. I get it. Wake up and then you know shower and hop in the truck and go to work. Do you do you even eat breakfast at home or do you eat breakfast at all or do you uh you know that's the most important meal of the day. I usually do intermittent fasting, so no. Okay, yeah, that's good. My my first meal won't be until like twelve, one o'clock. So you have like a light lunch then after that. Yeah, yeah. Ben, what about you? You you said you you're a morning shower person. Do you have to do it because like he wakes you up, or you just just your routine? Yeah, I'm. Something? I'm gonna pull a girl move here and say that just my hair gets fucked up if I sleep on it wet. So you know, but do you blow dry it afterwards too? Get the most no, volume out. No, I don't blow dry it, man. But like, I will look like a straight crackhead if if I if I sleep sleep. Can you please come to work sometime and look like crackhead Ben for me, please? No, I feel like I did plenty of that in my younger years. I don't need any more of it. So no, man, I wake up. I got a shower too. It wakes me up, and uh, I eat. I'm on a meal plan, so I eat the same thing every day most of the time um and i uh i drink a, a an energy drink normally because i'm a an idiot and i uh i used to smoke a cigarette right when i wake up but now i uh chew some nicotine gum instead so boom there it is good on you yeah, yeah. And no doubt um yeah as i said it earlier i got i, sh- I like showering at night i don't know what it is about just like 
and usually it's because I went to the gym in the evening. I don't know if that's just part of the routine. So I'm used to as I would go do that. I come home and take a shower and stuff. And then I haven't gone to the gym in a while. And then you can't go now because of oh, we can tell. Hey, whatever, you piece of shit. <laughs> but um, I don't. I just like going to bed feeling fresh, man. I don't. I, I don't know what it is about that. <laughs> it's just I, showering in the morning is fine. I just feel like I, I'm more ready to get out the door and get going. So I don't want to take the time to take a shower and do all that rigmarole before I roll out. Would you guys classify yourselves as morning or night people more? I'm both and it sucks sometimes. I'll stay up super late because I like being up and I'm a, I mean, you know, I'm a vampire dude. I like being up all night, but then I want, I like waking up early in the morning too and enjoying the the morning and stuff. So sometimes I, the, the both of them kind of squeeze together and it's like, oh, you got four hours of sleep last night. Good job, bud. Um, but yeah, it doesn't happen. I gave that up when my kids got older. <laughs> it doesn't happen as very often, but I, I find myself doing burning the candle at both ends with that stuff. Uh, I stayed up till midnight last night and I felt like that was too late. Yeah. Yeah, that's I, I I'm a morning person for sure. I love my mornings because Ariel is a night person. So I feel like when I get to sleep, that's her alone time. And when when I wake up before she's awake, that's my alone time to, you know, just see, 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 that's where I come in. Like, I like being up late by myself because it's my alone time. But then if I get up early, I can get some more alone time, <laughs> just a little bit more uh, play a game for a little while before everybody wakes up. But I, I like the mornings. Abby and I will hang out and, and, and watch stuff and or I'll play a game and we'll just sit there and sip coffee and stuff. But. I like both. I can't choose one or the other. Yeah, I gotta I, I gotta wake up like an hour or two before I have to leave for work just to have time to like chill. I I'm not really doing anything important. I'm just like mentally preparing myself for the shit storm that today is gonna be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't think I've ever I don't think I've sat got gotten up in the morning and then had time to really like sit and like chill out and watch like sports center or or do anything like i definitely wouldn't you know stop and make breakfast or anything like that i probably could if i if i wanted to but i'm always trying to get to work a little earlier because if i i I don't necessarily have to be there at a certain time i mean i do but if i want to get there early i can shorten my week if i do that enough and shorten my lunches and stuff then i have a short friday or no friday at all sometimes so yeah that's usually my incentive like oh i gotta go i'm out let's go 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 so that's your answer. Anonymous, Mr. or Miss, whoever couldn't sign their name to the email. Good job. Thanks for listening, though. We really appreciate the question. Um, what do you guys think? Wrap it up. Anything else you want to talk about? You've been up to anything else at all whatsoever? Stone cold? You? Nothing? No? Nothing. All right. Or, or medium cold? <laughs> can we start? Can we start calling him Baby Stone now? Maybe, maybe. Yeah, Stone. yeah. Go ahead, Baby Stone Cold. I like it. Yeah, <laughs> he was my favorite, so I'm right. I'm down. You, I'm not I'm not bullshit. You kind of look like him. Like when you turn, you're like, again, I get a hell yeah. And then pull out the bush light and slap them together. It's so funny because there's a guy I work with who looks like a miniature uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson, and we started calling him Little Rock. So now I have a friend named Little Rock and a friend named Baby Stone. Yeah. <laughs> and they should hang out and just do the damn thing. <laughs> what the fuck? We could we could have a miniaturized wrestling league here in Des Moines. Yeah, just a bunch of regular ass dudes just <laughs> doing mediocre moves. <laughs> For all of twenty minutes before everybody's tired. I feel like that would be like one of those twenty. 
I'm sorry, a 10, a hard 10 minutes, maybe 50. give me five minutes, maybe even four. Oh, I, I feel like that would be one of those really fucking like hillbilly backyard wrestling videos you used to see in the nineties. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody does a flip off of a house and misses the damn table altogether. You're just like, why, why am I watching this? Why? Uh, Pretty much. Guess we'll go ahead and wrap up then. Um, hit us up, glitchtherapy at gmail.com if you want to reach out to the show with a question, comments, concerns. We'd love to hear your feedback. Uh, Patreon.com slash glitchtherapy for as little as a dollar a month. You can support the show or make a one-time donation, whatever you choose to do. We do appreciate. Thank you so much for your support. Uh, please subscribe, rate, and review. It means so much to us uh, for just such a small action on your part. If you haven't told a friend yet or anything like that, please do that as well. If you haven't you know, done the subscription or the rating and review. TJ, what the hell do we say? Shame on you. Shame on you. Did you hear the angst in his voice, the the frustration? He's going to drink a beer because of you guys if you don't do it. He's going to slam the whole thing. Give me a hell yeah. I mean, he's going to do it anyway. Hell yeah. May as well make you guys feel a little guilty in the process. <sighs> do it. Do it. Please do it. Otherwise, um, you know, did you notice? Did you notice I did it on cue, unlike <laughs> other people? Uh, Jose. I'm not calling Jose out or anything, yeah, but Jose, I'm just saying. Get your shit together, damn it. He's <laughs> <laughs> not here to defend himself. We got we to say these things. We love Jose, of course. Uh, go over to at Glitch Therapy at Gmail, uh, on, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and Twitch. Check us out. Follow us. Um, where can we find everybody else? TJ, start us off, man. Uh, just catch me on xbox ps1 one wing nut uh catch me on twitch when i get around to it <laughs> I, I got a little free time now maybe i'll do a little more right now mm-hmm. uh glitch therapy on uh, the twitch channel boom and uh if you yeah. want a game with me i'm on the playstation network as benzilla with three l's mm-hmm. uh is that like benzilla benzilla <laughs> Yeah, that's how you should pronounce it from now on. <laughs> it's not like Zoeberg. Fry! That's so much better than anything I could have come up with. <laughs> Benjamin! <laughs> I'm done, I promise. Uh, <laughs> follow me at the Mondolorian on Instagram and Twitter. That's the underscore Mondolorian. Uh, if you want a game with me, the name is Dirty Dimes across all the systems. Uh, be sure to slide over and check out J Ray's Twitch channel, twitch.tv forward slash epicsperience, and follow his channel on Instagram at ttv.epicsperience. He'd love a follower if you guys pop in there and check him out. He's playing a lot of fun stuff. Um, well, other than that, though, uh, that's it for this show, guys. Thanks for tuning in for our hostful episode during this uh, quarantined apocalypse situation we got going on here. Hopefully everybody out there is staying safe and everybody's having um, a good time indoors with their families and staying safe. So, uh, yeah, that's about it, guys. Don't forget. Don't forget to catch the side quests. Yes, yes. We'll have some huge side quests coming up here shortly. Yeah, we need to pop some of those off because we got some topics we need to get into and that we think you guys might enjoy and uh, have some deep dives. We'll get Ben in on that, too. Yeah. And um, yeah, otherwise, um, keep playing what you're playing and uh, new stuff's coming out and uh, everybody enjoy themselves. And once again, stay safe and stay smart about stuff, too. Self-quarantine, people. Mm -hmm. Stay in your house. Social distancing is going to be the the phrase of 2020 at the end end of the year. (laughs) Did you you see the meme that's going around for like people our age, though, the Gen Xers? Oh, man. 
that that you know this is what this is what we were born to do no. <laughs> although the latchkey kids are just like hey yeah. i got no problem with this I, I yeah i haven't gone anywhere in years right i've been down <laughs> here hanging out for a while no sun for me i love yeah. i love how like um steve carell was like we all need to come together as a society by staying as far apart as possible <laughs> yeah it's so true yeah take it seriously for sure but just be smart about it and stay informed and don't let your paranoia and fear get the better of you stay stay informed as best you can and keep your family close and your friends close as well just close is about six feet apart though yeah. so <laughs> for real uh you guys have a good one and uh, er- uh everybody thanks for tuning in to, our, to the episode or be hostful and everybody have a juicy gaming week game on game on game on, game on.